0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talk, a podcast where Amit and I talk about various technology-related topics. Today, we're going to talk about ports. Now, ports are something that all of you, I would imagine, would be familiar with. Uh, we use ports, different kinds of ports every day. Uh, in fact, you know, if you're watching us right now in your computer, you are absolutely using ports to connect with your screen or at least Uh, you're powering your computer and even if you're uh watching this on your phone you're or watching or listening on your phone you have used a port to charge your phone so absolutely uh you know very familiar uh topic to talk about but while familiar we a lot of the times we don't think about the variety and the technological diversity that goes behind a particular topic and uh, that's what we want to explore today all the different kinds of uh ports there are the purpose they have and the way some of them work and you know give you guys a general idea about what's happening behind the scenes when you're using it you know without thinking about it it's it's good to be aware it's interesting to know and it's also fun to talk about so uh yeah let's uh let's start what's what's your thought on ports, amit
1: so i think uh, when i mentioned this topic to you rinath i actually i wrote about it in my newsletter Um, And uh, the reason I uh, wanted to talk about this subject is uh, my wife recently bought a laptop and it's a Dell XPS 15 inch and that laptop had three USB-C ports and I was thinking, okay, how do you connect a mouse? How do I connect a hard disk or how do I connect even a monitor? And that made me think and then I did some research and then I thought, okay, wow, it's not as simple as just, okay, you buy a monitor and you connect. And there has been a lot of progression over the period of years to come to this standard. And uh, recently, you uh, has passed a law uh, asking all the companies to make sure that they use only USB-C ports for charging any device. Okay, so that got me thinking and then I thought, okay, let's talk about these ports. But I think in today's topic, let's explore the hardware ports rather than software ports. So just for the benefit of everyone, uh, we are going to talk to you about computer ports or ports that are available on your laptop or a desktop machine, but those are physical ports. Now, every computer also uh, runs uh, an operating system and those operating system allows Uh, different uh, software ports and those ports are uh, pre-allocated or used by applications. So suppose you have a browser, a browser always connects on port 8080 or port 8080 8080. So that's very common for browsers to talk on a software port. So it means a browser is using that port to communicate outside the outside world and similarly there are different ports for different applications some are standardized so for a certain type of mail application certain type of VPN applications uh, you use standard ports and those are pre-allocated but for other applications, like for a torrent application, where you want to download a very big file, say the Linux uh, operating system, which is uh, about 20 gigabytes or maybe even 5 gigabytes, and you want to download that, uh, for the uTorrents or uh, for the BitTorrent protocol, you can use any random port. So, But it has to talk on that port to uh, connect to the server and then download. So th- that's software ports, but today's topic is all about hardware ports. Ports that you use regularly but it has changed so much over the last decades that uh, uh, it's unrecognizable now and it made me think and when I did my research I was like so amazed like where we are currently so that's why I wanted to explore this topic with uh, Renat today
0: absolutely I mean it is it is amazing the the transition it went through I mean it was such a hassle before when, I don't know, you know, some of you might remember, um, you know, the, the the old days of mobile phone when you had different charging ports for all the different kinds of phone, like Nokia had one, Samsung had a different one, Blackberry had a different one. And, uh, it, it, and to charge, you needed a port, but then to connect your phone to your uh, computer, you needed a different cable. Uh, and that was even more, uh, you know, more of a hassle, but that's just one place where standardization have, have brought us, you know, made our lives easier. But then again, you know, I mean, I think you're going to touch upon it today about even in computers and monitors and all the other computer peripherals, how they have, you know, how it has been, you know, a lot more easier with, with standardization of ports, and, you know, different ports have different benefits. And how do those ports work? And, you know, we see the two ends of the ports when we use them, but what's actually going inside? How many wires and what are each of their tasks and what, what, what are their purpose? These are very interesting. And uh, yeah, let's explore that now.
1: So, yeah, so, Renath, absolutely, I think a, a lot has changed and um, th- there has been a drastic change in the way we uh, have standardized things, especially on smartphones. Uh, when we started, as you said, there was a different port for charging, different port for connecting it to the computer or your laptop, and now it has been standardized. So most of the phones on the in the Android world are now coming with a USB-C. So USB-C is a type of port that uses the USB uh, standard it follows the USB standards and that port is used for both data transfer as well as charging um, and you can connect external devices by the way on your um, um, uh, what do you say on your smartphone like if you want to transfer photos from your smartphone to a USB you can actually connect the USB with a OTG connector Uh, and you can then uh, directly transfer from your phone to the USB without actually going through the computer. So that's uh, quite handy.
0: And also, just just on this topic as well, one of the other cool things your reset phones can do, I don't know if iPhone can or can't, but I know Android definitely can, is that if you have a USB dongle for your mouse and keyboard, you can put that connected to your phone and use mouse and keyboard as if it's a computer. And then you know there, there will be a mouse appearing on your phone screen, and you'll type with a full-size keyboard. It's 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 very cool and a lot of the times very convenient when you're trying to write a lot of things and you don't have access to a monitor or a desktop computer. I mean, if you have even if you have a connection to a monitor, you can actually connect your phone so you can see your whole phone screen. On your on uh, on a, a computer on your monitor and use your keyboard and mouse and it's just it's just a computer uh, so you're you're kind of carrying around a full desktop computer capability in your in your pocket uh, it's something something very cool absolutely
1: and I think uh, that idea I mean it's it's very uh, I mean it's uh, it's good for a smartphone but it's uh, it it's a different level when you start using a tablet. And I think tablet is where this has become very popular, where you want to use a mouse and a keyboard and you dock it and then you start using it and it's uh, crazy. So, yeah, so that's, that's where you can use. So, uh, and one of the reasons, so why this is happening, I mean, let's explore why there is a standardization of ports. Things are becoming faster and things are becoming slimmer. So, I want to make things less bulky. I also want to make things less compact, I mean, more compact. And in order for me to do that, I need to reduce as much physical space as possible. Now, if I connect a round connector for a charging cable, a USB port for uh, data transfer, a mic, uh, uh, a 3.5 mm audio jack for connecting a headphone, I have three different types of ports already on my smartphone. Hardware is reduced reduce the size. So the physical size has to be reduced. And that can only be possible if we try to standardize everything through a single port. If you have a single port that's used for charging, for data transfer, for connecting devices, for everything, then it just makes our life easier. And that is why the standardization has happened. And that is the reason why things are going in that direction. And smartphones are actually heading to a portless a uh, uh, world where they will not have any uh, charging cable um, apple has already stopped shipping their chargers with their phones and some of the other android manufacturers have already stopped shipping a charger with a phone the idea is that you already have a charger so reuse it but in the future because wireless charging is coming and maybe we can talk about it in some other top uh, in in some other talk but because of wireless charging and once it becomes very very powerful and efficient you no longer need a physical charger to charge your device you use wireless charging that's the future so it means your phone will become even slimmer
0: yeah absolutely i mean when you think about the amount of space that's been saved after you know like not having separate data cable power cable and audio cable it it, it's it's quite significant and not just phone, even in laptops, nowadays people want slimmer and lighter laptop. And uh, you know the more real estate you can make available uh, for any of these portable devices, laptop, phone, etc, uh, the better. But not just this, even in desktop computing, right? I mean the sight of cable, I, I don't think anyone likes a lot of unorganized cable here, here and there. And uh, you know, organizing it, it, it is possible, but it's still its still something. If there was no cable to see or to organize, I think lives would be a lot easier and people would appreciate that a lot more. And uh, that's thats where we're hopefully heading. But at the same time, there is the challenge of, you know, the data transfer speed. Um, as you mentioned, the, even for power, right? I mean, the future is wireless charging. Yeah, that's all good and fine, but uh, the fast charging that I have in my current phone, you know an hour and 40 minutes and it's full 100% percent charge. And the, in first 10 minutes I get like 20 20, 30 percent charge from zero to 30 percent. Is that possible in wireless charging? I don't know. or will it be become possible in future? That's something I guess uh, we're gonna watch that space and find out.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. In the, in in terms of when it comes to wireless charging, it's still very slow. But when it comes to speed charging over the phone, like my current Android phone, I have a OnePlus 9 Pro, and that phone can get charged from zero to hundred in about thirty minutes, full charge. Wow! So it's okay. it's very fast. And some phones they can charge under twenty minutes. Uh, the, there are super but you have to use the charges that come with the phone, and that's one of the selling points for buying these phones that you you can ch- quickly charge your phone. Um, so, but let's move away from smartphones and let's come to computers because that's where we started with. Yeah, let's, so, let's,
0: let's talk about different types of ports yeah. and uh, what they, you
1: know. Yeah, so uh, when we talk about computer ports, so initially we didn't have, I mean, there was laptops. But when we think about computers, we always think about a desktop. We have a CPU, we have a monitor, we have a keyboard, we have a mice mouse. So uh, those are the standard Uh, things that you need. And inside your CPU, you'll have your motherboard, you'll have your graphics card, you'll have your hard disk, you'll have the memory, so you'll have everything. And I think we did a talk about it. Maybe we'll share that um, um, uh, with this uh, talk and we'll put a link to that um, talk where we talked about the different, uh, how to assemble your own computer and what to think about. Um, But these are all the things that are there inside the CPU. And now you want to connect your keyboard to the computer so there is a port earlier there used to be ps1 port okay uh, it's a serial port um, uh, i think parallel serial I, I can't remember the exact name but it's ps1 um, and then uh, if you want to connect a mouse you use a same a similar port they are different colors um, and they are round yes. connectors round connectors with pins round connectors yes. with pin every connector has a male and a female version The male version is stripped off and the female version is an enclosure. So the male version goes inside the female version. So that's the uh, normal connector uh, specification. So whenever you try to connect, there is a male version and a female version. Um, So female versions are normally where you want to connect and male version is on devices where you want to connect it to something. So like a pen drive, I want to connect it to a computer. So the pen drive will have a male connector and the computer will have a female connector. And similarly, the keyboard will have a male connector and the CPU will have a female connector. So that's the type of connector that uh, we use. So PS1 connector and these are wired keyboards, we don't have Bluetooth yet, these are old times so we have uh, PS1 connectors for mouse and keyboard, then we have the 3.5mm jack to connect our headphone or a speaker, so we can get a mm, uh, 3.5mm, 3.1 channel or 4.1, 5.1 channel speakers so with speakers and subwoofers and you can connect that to your uh, 3.5mm jack and you can get audio then you have the VGA ports, so VGA ports were used for connecting the CRT cathode ray Uh, tube uh, monitors that were originally uh, built and they were uh, used to connect to the uh, computer so you had a VGA port it changed to DVI so the data transfer increased Um, and then uh, uh, as we went along we uh, got better monitors slimmer monitors and then uh, the charging uh, the connectors changed so VGA DVI and then you want to connect your internet So you have an Ethernet port. So that Ethernet port is where you connect your LAN cable to the router. So that will give you the internet connection. Then uh, what else is left? Uh, And I think you'll have a power. So the CPU itself will have a power delivery. And that power delivery, uh, a CPU normally will uh, consume a lot of power. Uh, because it's powering all your motherboard, RAM, hard disk, etc. So it consumes a lot of power, maybe 100, 200 watts at that time. Currently CPUs uh, consume about 850 to 1000 watts, depending upon what graphics card you have um, and what kind of processor you have. So those things will need a port for delivering power to the CPU. Um, And yeah, so those are all the different types of ports. Plus you will have a USB port. But later on. So those are the different types of ports that you could now uh, see. And these are physical ports that you can see, you can connect devices and different types. And, And there is a different port for connecting a printer as well. Okay.
0: So, LPT1 i remember LPT1 printer yes used to, printer used to go like it was so difficult to get a printer to work i think even now like printer connect or this and that and there was there used to be like in windows 95 or 98 there used to be like a pop up that please check the LPT1 port and i was really young at the time but that 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 just you know stuck with me the, the yes. port
1: yeah so LPT1 port for the printer As we move ahead, the keyboard and mouse, they became a USB. So the USB that we are familiar with is USB-A. So that's the USB-A port, that's the standard port uh, that's now been very popular. Any USB device, uh, if you want to connect a keyboard or a mouse or even a pen drive, that will have a USB-A port and that you use to connect to your uh, computer. So you get rid of PS1 ports and you have USB ports to connect keyboard and mouse. But you still have, now when we started we had analog monitors, now we have digital monitors. So those monitors needed high data transfer in terms of video. Now one one second of video has 30 frames and each frame depending upon the pixel size will have a lot of data. So suppose you have a video which is length say 20 seconds, 20 each second has 30 frames. So 20 seconds is about 600 frames, 600 frames with that image. So if each image is 5 MB, 600 into 5, that's 300 MB, uh, 600 into 5, that 3000 MB or three gigabyte of data transferred in 20 seconds. That's a lot of data. That's, that's, that's why. That's massive, yeah. So, so that's why you need a different type of port. I I am just simplifying it. Of course, there are there are compression algorithms and there are many other things. And maybe I'm not doing the math right, but that's why we need a separate port for connecting the monitor. We d- normally don't use a USB uh, port to connect a monitor to our computer. Not when w- the error that I'm talking about when we moved the keyboard and mouse to this type of connector and the mouse the monitors moved to HDMI display port so those are the two main popular ports that became very popular dvi was there but majority it was hdmi or uh, display port display port is the most recent one Um, so that was for the uh, uh, monitor and then for the power it was still the same but on laptop laptop you had different ports so the laptop connectors again around one um, and those were very popular and every manufacturer say Lenovo, Dell, Apple they had their own different uh, charging cable. So you're, if you if you change from one laptop to another you have to buy uh, you'll get the charging uh, adapter but then it means you have to keep maintaining so many different charging adapters and then you need different types of ports and Ethernet port is still standard it's still not changed. As we move along the USB type a port, Now we also get type B ports. So type B ports allows monitors to talk to laptops and then you can plug in devices to your monitor. So I have a type B port in my computer and what I do is I connect my monitor to my laptop. My monitor can now and and on my monitor I can connect a mouse. I can connect my headphone. I can connect my keyboard to my monitor but that because that monitor is connected to the computer i can i can basically talk or use my keyboard as if it's connected to my computer but actually i'm using the ports behind my monitor so the monitor that i have it's a 24 inch dell monitor and that has about 6 usb ports so i can connect 6 devices but i need to use just one port to connect the monitor to the lap, uh, to my laptop so i use one port on my laptop but i get six extra ports from my uh, monitor so that makes life easy so that's type b and then you had in in usb type a and type b you had micro and mini and those were used for your smartphones so the micro a micro b those were used for smartphones and portable hard disk so those were uh, using different types of connectors now why different types of connectors for them and not for this these devices when you connect, remember you are transferring, so let's say you're you're connecting the uh, portable hard disk to your computer when you connect there are two things happening one you need to deliver power to your portable hard disk so it turns on and it can write data and the second thing is you're transferring data either ways so from the hard disk to your laptop or from your laptop to your hard disk so there is bi-directional data transfer so you need one uh, one um, port for data transfer and one port for power delivery Of course it's low power because it's not a very big device It needs low power And that's why the shape uh, would have two different uh, Like the, the connector will have two parts One is a thin one and one is a thick one Sorry, a, a wider one, narrow one and a wider one uh, Both with the same thickness And they used to go inside the hard disk But on the other side it's a USB type A So basically with a type A, connect any device on the other end.
0: Yeah, the whole family of USB is, you know, it it has a lot of branches, right? So there's, you know, micro USB, there's mini USB. There is, I think, there is another one in the middle as well. And then you mentioned that, which is USB, you know, type A. Uh, And then uh, there is USB-C that we are recently seeing. And... uh, even in the regular USB that has become like so popular over over you know the past few years that we even had memes about you know always trying two three times to to you know for it to go through, and uh, USB C kind of solves that problem because it would go both ways. But yeah, USB uh, by the way USB stands for Universal Serial Bus. Uh, so the bus connection. So bus is basically a, a way to say the the bandwidth of each of these uh, the the connections port uh, not ports. The the bus is the bandwidth of each of the wires that are being connected. And serial bus, you know, you'll see in a normal USB that if you if you look inside the port, that you'll see four. Uh, four sort of uh, golden or silver uh, sort of wires that are being connected and those are in serial so I think that's why it's called Universal Serial Bus and um, it's actually I mean to be honest um, another thing to also look at is the mechanics behind the mechanical design of each of these ports because that's something I mean you know being a past mechanical engineer I actually have Um, Some knowledge on this, when a port is designed, a lot of things are actually taken into account, uh, you know, in terms of the the actual physical design of it, and USB was so popular because it could, uh, the enclosure it had, I mean, You have to think about you know it's being used on a regular day-to-day basis. It's you know going through a lot of rough use by a lot of people. Not everyone, but it should be able to withstand a a certain level of you know rough use. And uh, USB was a design which was actually quite strong, and it doesn't um, you know uh, break down so easily. I mean, I, I think. Uh, a lot of the times you'll see Apple's lightning ports and other ones, they do tear very easily, but USB ones for you know uh, because of a good design, it's actually very good. And also you could actually the the square, the metal enclosure, if you get rid of it, you you can still have a USB device with just the four uh, wires coming out of it and still use it as as a connection uh, device, connection port uh so that also enables even slimmer design of, of of uh various uh sort of devices so uh so when when someone is designing a port they are also taking into account not only the you know the bidirectional data transfer or power um power transfer but also uh, how sturdy it will be in years of use you know if, if it is used roughly and then nowadays, uh, they also have to think about whether it can be somewhat waterproof as well, because, you know, phones are becoming waterproof, but they're not waterproof when they're charging. because It's quite dangerous. But, you know, sometimes you might want to connect not, not power delivery, but data transfer. And it's it's good to have in a like a moist or a humid environment. It's good to have that kind of safety. So that's something also they need to take. Take into account, and these are the things that they do think about when designing ports. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's another thing to know about. A lot of uh, sort of mechanics uh, or design, mechanical design, go into a designing one.
1: I think yeah, Arunath. Um, I, I think uh, you uh, you explained it really well. Um, I actually didn't think about the wear and tear, but you're absolutely right. Because a USB port is used so many times, you plug in and plug out devices so frequently that it has to withstand the wear and tear of like thousand or maybe maybe a million um, uh, plug, plugging in and plugging out um, um, for any device. So yeah, the port is quite resilient. At, uh, over the period of time, I've been using my laptop uh, for uh, It's a 2014 laptop, so it's almost eight years old, and I'm still using it. And I keep connecting and disconnecting uh, the USB cable, and it still works uh, like a charm. So yes, you're right, and yes, the strips uh, that there that you can see on the USB pin that uh, that is there inside, you can actually, if you connect uh, wires, you can actually uh, talk to any other device. If you can't plug it in. So that's again one way which uh, Rinath mentioned which is uh, quite useful and yes again uh, Rinath mentioned about the waterproof and I think uh, most of the smartphones they have this IP rating uh, IP68 so that's waterproof so if you say drop a phone in a swimming pool your phone will withstand on youtube you can watch a lot of videos where people actually dip it in a mug or a tub or even sometimes in a swimming pool i know people who have taken underwater photographs with their iphones and samsung devices so yeah so you can actually the ports that are coming now on smartphones they are so good that you can actually shoot a photo inside the water without water getting inside the phone so the port has to be resilient to that as well so yeah i think a lot of uh, consideration has to be made and usb the the so let's let's move on, and I'll, I'll come back to the connectors because I wanted to finish because there are so many other different types of ports as well. So we covered USB Type A and Type B, then we covered HDMI, and then we covered Display Port. So Display Port is an open standard, so anyone can uh, use if they want to. Uh, of course, they need to get certified, and same with HDMI. HDMI is though a closed standard, and you need to get certified. So as we as we move ahead. Uh, so that's for monitor, and that's for data transfer, and that's uh, for uh, uh, for uh, pow- power delivery. We still have not yet reached. We can power devices, but very small devices. So like a pen drive, like a portable hard disk, etc. You still can't power a full laptop uh, with a particular cable. So then we come with Type C, and as, as you as you might have noticed, I'm talking more about a USB. So let's see why. Because it's universal, as rinath mentioned, universal serial bus. So we come to Type-C port. Now, Type-C is reversible. It means you can connect the mail any direction, up or down, and it will still fit inside, like a lightning. So a lightning connector from Apple is also reversible. So you can connect either side, and it will always fit in. But the problem with lightning port is that it only works with Apple devices. It's not available on any other devices because it's a proprietary port and a connector. But USB is open so it means anyone who wants to use, they get the certification and they can start using it. The reason they need to get certification is they have to meet certain criteria in order to tell the customer what is the data transfer that they can support or what is the power delivery if they want to support anything. So with USB-C, what happened is the data transfer and the uh, power delivery could be uh, uh, delivered through a single port. But there is a catch. USB-C also comes with different versions. So you might have heard USB 3, USB 2, USB 3.1, USB 4 is coming now. What is this? How is that different from USB-C? And that's where the catches. So that's the USB, and then slowly Intel came up in collaboration with Apple with their own type of port called Thunderbolt. Now Thunderbolt in in a Thunderbolt port, if you have a, the right connector, you can connect two 4K monitors. Thunderbolt 4, you can connect two 4K monitors through a single port. Imagine the amount of data that's being transfer- transferred through one single port, and you can also do power delivery. So, US- so you're yeah, good.
0: A, a quick side note on this, the Thunderbolt port, I think, is a is a closed port, as as you said, uh, HDMI is also closed. So the difference between open and closed is that you know if if a company, usually a company, not just a person, who in you know spent money on developed research and development and developed um, some of these case, some of these ports, they patent it. So it's it, it becomes closed as if like no other small manufacturing company if they wants to they can't just uh, start uh, manufacturing HDMI or Thunderbolt ports even if they know exact all the specification on how to etc. But they can't. But um, Thunderbolt I think is very closed because uh, they have to they're not easy to get permission to manufacture either. But in case of hdmi i think the the patent owner uh sort of just asks for one cent or something uh, very minimal for every hdmi port that is being manufactured so there that that brings them quite a hefty sum i think every month or a year but um yeah that is something that you have to pay as the uh, to the patent owner very very little for one uh, one port but yeah one cent or something like that but every hdmi port you are using for example know that the patent owner is getting a little bit of it uh, and yeah i mean um, if it was an open port and open ports are better it's like open source softwares right i mean it, it's better because it's cheaper but also if it's approved by everyone if it's popular that means that it works very well as well so that's the difference between open and closed, as you were mentioning
1: well, th- thanks, Renath. I didn't know about that. I mean, I knew it was closed, but I didn't know that it's because of patent, but it makes sense because, yes, it's proprietary. So you need to meet certain standards. So because Thunderbolt is proprietary, because it's uh, owned by Microsoft now, um, Apple, I- I'm not sure if Apple is currently involved, but it was involved in the initial stages. Um, uh, they have to meet certain strict criteria before they can actually put the Thunderbolt symbol, which is a lightning symbol on the laptop or on a desktop. So yeah, so so now we have come from USB to Thunderbolt, so now we can co- give power to a laptop using a single port. We can connect monitor through that port and we can connect any other physical device through that port. Funny thing, so now let's see what's happening. We talked about the different types of ports, but you keep hearing about USB 3, USB 4, Thunderbolt 3, Thunderbolt 4, DisplayPort 1, HDMI 2.1. What are these? these are standards what we talked about type A, type B, type C, they are type of connectors how you connect the device and they are different shapes okay so the shape decides what you can connect to how you will connect but the standard decides what is the speed it can operate what is the data transfer it can operate what is the power delivery if it supports can it operate or etc okay So, the standards dictate that. Now, USB-C is a type of connector. Over that connector, you can do power delivery, data transfer, connector monitor. How? Because, but if the USB-C port has USB, say, 2.0, which is a a lower version, then the data transfer is limited. The current data transfer on USB 4 is 40 gigabits per second. On USB 3.2, 3.1, 3.0, 2.0, and 1.1, 1.0, it's lower, it goes down. So the speeds go down as we go down the versions. Do you remember
0: it's gigabits per second?
1: Gigabits, so what, yeah, I, I said, I said gigabits. Yeah, no, yes. you, did, you did say
0: it correctly. I, I'm just like, you know, reiterating. Yes, true. Bits and bytes have eight times the difference. So. Exactly.
1: Eight, eight bits equal to one byte. So normally uh, when you see a capital B, that's bytes. If you see a small B, B for Bravo, if you see a small B, that's uh, bits. So mm-hmm. it's 40 gigabits per second. So... USB Type-C, standard, but it could be USB 3.0, USB 3.2, USB 2.0, we don't know. Okay, so you have to check. It doesn't mean that, okay, you have got a Type-C connector, so it means the data transfer will be fast. No, it's not that. So they have different colors. So the USB, at least Type-A, will have different colors, blue color, black color, white color. So that color indicates which standard it's following, and that tells you what is the maximum speed it can operate. So, i
0: think 3.2 is red uh, just from memory but um yeah i mean another quick um hack to understand i mean i'm talking about the, the not the USB C, but the regular usb that is you know very common everywhere so in that port um you would as you know that some of them are made for data transfer as well as power delivery and some of them just do power delivery and no data transfer and some of them just do um um data transfer no power delivery even if you wanted to so how would you find it it's not always written and it's not always clear to you know usb ports they all look the same how would you know so um if you look kind of look through inside the the, the square enclosure you will see four lines which are the four sort of the silver or golden uh strips which which basic, basically basically is, is basically doing all the transfer data or power whatever so if you see all four of them then it is doing data and it, on both ends so both ends of the cable you see all four exists that means they're doing data and power but in some in some of them you'll see only three that means they're not doing either one of them you know they they might just be powering or might just be doing data transfer because one of them that is missing is basically for either data or power now you know it, it's you know it's it's difficult to tell which one is it the third one or the second one because from whichever side you count it could be the second or third one so um it's it's just a hack sometimes i use to you know when I'm, whenever i'm buying something uh, like a cable or a hub i want to make sure that it has all four four lines inside
1: Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll mention link on how to read those lines because that's a very useful hack mm-hmm. because it's yeah. a, it's actually not very clear. I mean, what can it be used for and uh, etc. But I want to make uh, one thing, I mean, I want to clarify something. And that is that when we talk about power delivery, we talk about high power delivery. USB port itself supports power, but very low power. So the the keyboard and the mouse, they use very low power because they don't need very high power to operate. So USB, when you connect a pen drive, that pen drive needs power to write the data on it. So it does support power, but very minimum power. When I talk about power delivery, that's powering the whole laptop. A laptop needs a very high amount of power. So when I want to connect power, uh, when when I want to give laptop a power through a USB-C port, that port should support power delivery about say 150 200 watts so that we can power the laptop so that's what i meant by power delivery yeah so
0: this is actually a good place to also sorry to interrupt you amit so this is actually a good place to also explore this this whole thing about you know power delivery difference between uh, power delivery and data transfer and it, it also comes back to the difference between electric or electronic device um, so, uh, I mean, so, you know, everything is, you know, electricity, you know, without electricity, we don't have any of these computing devices working. Now, how, do I mean, and we, you've also heard about like, you know, the everything in computer is binary, everything is zero and one, but how does zero and one make you see this video? I mean, that this video doesn't look like zero and one. So what is actually happening here? What is happening is through these cables, data is being transferred in a way that, if a very tiny little burst of electrons, uh, you know, electricity uh, is sent through the cable. And if it is received, that means uh, the computer received, you know, the, the binary value one. And then if it's not the next in, in the next second or next split second, then it, it's zero. And that's how it's, it's communicating between it. Now, these electricities that are being sent and received, they're such so minute that even if you touch it it you, you know you won't get an electric shock or anything and they're happening like not thousands but million times you know in in in, in a very short period like you know a second etc now that's for data transfer but when there is power delivery that's a you know analog or digital power delivery that's like a actual voltage that are going through and you might actually get a bit of shock uh with laptops you won't probably uh it won't be dangerous no i mean still don't do it but it might not be fatal but in some cases you know in a, in a high powered um devices to power it it could even be fatal so yeah be very careful with that but the point i'm trying to make is um the the data transfer is still electricity but it's 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 uh the the voltage or the amperage of this is is uh uh like minute uh compared to the power delivery and and that's the difference between an electric device and an electronic device as well electronic devices uh has these electrons sent and received and given these binary values in this ways an electric device doesn't have any of these smartness it just powers something and then uh for example a, a, a regular kettle uh, to heat up water that's an electric device but then nowadays there is smart kettle with wi-fi and everything uh that would have an electronic part in it as well as the power which is the electric side of things so that's that's another quick uh, side note to understand when we're talking about power delivery and data transfer
1: Well, that was quite useful. I learned something new today. I mean, I've read about electric and electronics, but I think uh, you've explained it quite well, because I remember one of my lecturers in college, they asked me this question, and I was not able to answer this. But I think now it makes more sense. And now I can explain it to anyone. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. So the, the main thing to remember is electronic is to do with electrons. So it's so small. A burst of electricity that actual electrons are being counted and not counted. And electric electric devices, just electricity in general, like that's on a macro level, on a bigger level. So it's just electricity going or not going. Uh, So yeah, that's, that's how I remember it. Electronics is to do with as small as electrons being measured. And rather- yeah, I
1: think, and and the reason we, um, I think, uh, the reason the electrons are considered, uh, I mean, we have electronic devices because they are doing some kind of computing, uh, and the computers they are they are trying to calculate something using the zeros and ones. Uh, and of course, zeros and ones have certain protocols. How would a computer know that these zeros and ones mean this thing and these, these zeros and ones mean that thing? So there are certain parameters like the first 10 zeros and ones will be representing this, the next 10 zeros and ones will be representing that and so on and so forth. So that's how they the computers know whether it's video or audio, etc., cetera, et cetera, So yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: The first eight, second eight, for example, it's eight bit. Computing, but
1: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so so I think uh, that's where uh, we go ahead so so now we have come down to the types of connectors so USB type ABC is a type of connector but it can have different versions of USB uh, type C can have USB 3.2 it can have 3.4 sorry4 it can have USB um, 1.1 it's not supported on USB type C but just I'm giving an example with HDMI you have hdmi 2.0 2.1 and uh, the different standards with thunderbolt initially it came with mini display port so the display port itself can come in different formats it can come in a standard display port it can come with uh, the mini display port or it can come in type c uh, in type c type of connector so thunderbolt uses used a mini display port initially and then it changed to type C and display port has also changed to type C now um, some monitors do support the uh, big ones or the small ones uh, but display port is also now coming to type C now type C is the type of connector and, and it's a standard USB type but the uh, when it supports display port or when it supports Thunderbolt over the type C connector that's considered an alternate mode so the USB-C port When it's uh, uh, using the DisplayPort or the Thunderbolt protocol, it's considered as the ALT mode to the standard uh, specifications defined by the USB Implementations Forum. So USB-IF, that's the governing body that decides uh, what are the different standards. So USB 4, we are currently at 40 gigabits per second and it's coming to USB 4 version 2, which is coming to 80 gigabits per second. Thunderbolt 4 is currently at 40 gigabits per second data transfer and it is now coming Thunderbolt 5, 80 gigabits per second. So USB 4 and Thunderbolt uh, are almost at the same thing, but both are using Type-C connector.
0: that is very interesting and a lot of the times confusing for for everyone to remember i mean you know for those of you who are very much into cabling or setting up various devices you know it's it's kind of second nature to to you guys and uh you know uh, amit and i as well but yeah i mean i i also know people who are very uh you know very well versed in all the virtual uh technical stuff but they have you know very little they get very confusing with confused with all the different types of ports there are i mean for example the the display port, the full-size display port and the hdmi cable is very very similar looking they just have one notch uh it just doesn't have one notch in the display port, full-size one and you know you have to make sure that you are you know you have it in the right orientation which is you know sometimes annoying but sometimes confusing for a lot of lot of us as well. So yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose uh, the way to sort of um, you know uh, understand it better is just, I mean, you know, the way I did it is just noticing and you know, but just just noticing the shape and trying to remember the shape, and that just helps me not just shape as you just you know, just glance over it, but actually notice the shape. and you know, for example, in a USB port, Um, you know, a lot of people have this problem, you know, they just try to put it in and it doesn't go in and then they flip it and then it goes in. And a lot of people say that most of the times they have to flip it. But if you think about it, usually it's always facing one way. So in the square enclosure, uh, there is a plastic uh, on one half and the other half is empty. So the empty part usually is facing you and uh you know so if you're if you're putting it in a laptop so um i'm just going to double check um so the part that is empty that actually goes um on top so in female connectors the there is also they also have a plastic uh on on one half and in female connectors it's on on the plastic part is on top so the empty part in your male connector is usually going to be on top so if you if you do that it, uh, most of the times i just get put it in in the first try because i i've noticed it so yeah that's what i would suggest to our audience as well that if you just notice not just the usb but just the shape of all of these things and they are not difficult to memorize them or you're not like sitting down and memorizing it but just notice it when you next time pick it up and it will just you know uh, become so much easier to to remember
1: actually that i mean it's easy for me now to remember because i i never paid this much attention and i didn't realize you paid this much attention so i now know that okay uh, rinath pays a lot of attention to his ports but i think that's quite useful because yes you're right the female connectors the empty part is normally on top um and for the male connectors the empty part normally has to be on the bottom so it's easy to connect so yeah that's that's a useful tip and um, i'll keep that in mind so yeah so we have come now to different types of connectors. So those are the physical shape and then the different standards. And why has this occurred over this last few decades? The reason being that laptops are becoming much slimmer. Earlier the laptops, as we mentioned with the smartphone, the same thing happened with laptops and desktops. Desktops are still not there yet but they are also heading in that direction because a desktop you can connect even uh, even far more different types of devices but with a laptop because it has to be portable it has to be lightweight very efficient and it has to be able to connect to a lot of devices especially on the move so you need to connect your smartphone etc etc but laptops and uh, smartphones they you and even desktops now you can uh, connect devices using bluetooth problem with bluetooth is there is a, a latency the amount of time it takes to get a response. Suppose you send something, uh, and if you don't receive it instantly, there is a delay, and that delay is called a latency, how much time it takes for something to respond back. If the latency is high, it means it takes a longer time. If the latency is low, it means it's quicker. So normally, when you check the internet connection, the speed, they check for latency. When we talk about data transfer, we check the latency, etc., etc. Like from the time you start to the time it actually starts, there is a delay. So with Bluetooth devices, there is slight latency. So sometimes you don't get instant feedback. Uh, That's why I use a wired headset. A lot of people might have noticed, but if not, the reason I use a wired headset is because if I use a Bluetooth headset, there might be slight delay uh, with my audio um, in comparison to the video, and I don't want to risk it, especially because I'm in a, uh, in a situation, and I also use a wired headset because I get more clarity in terms of audio. So that's why with a wired headset, the Uh, Latency is very low, so I can quickly, uh, the video and not the audio are in sync, but if I try to use a Bluetooth device, maybe because of the latency, uh, the audio might be out of sync, but with the latest standards of Bluetooth, so currently I think it's 5.1 or 5.2, the latencies are dropping. And you can connect multiple devices, so I can connect my Bluetooth headphone to my computer and my smartphone at the same time. And if I'm listening to an audio on my laptop, and if a phone rings, it will quickly switch to that, and I can uh, I don't have to change the Bluetooth connection. So it's it's so incredible.
0: There there is yeah there is there there is definitely a lot of advantages of of you know not just bluetooth but any wireless uh, option but then again it's still not the same as so i'm saying speed or quality if you like as wired devices and even even though i'm not wearing a headset but i'm still using a wired system to 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 record you know my microphone you can't see it it's attached to the to the to the webcam but it's still then the webcam is attached you know wiredly connected to to the computer and uh they absolutely yeah we, we don't want to you know we want to provide you guys with the highest quality of audio and video so we we opted for the wired uh solution but yeah i mean it it there is no denying that there is you know the wired ones are still the most more reliable ones but then obviously then you have the less advantage of you know, the flexibility or freeness. uh, Right. I mean, you you know, you don't have to, I mean, back in the old days when you had, you know, extra headset and then it was wired, connected with your phone. And then sometimes it would just, you know, you get, it it would get caught up in in a door handle or something. And it was annoying that now all of those things have, all of those uh, annoying annoyances have disappeared with, with the advantages of this, so yeah, there is advantage and disadvantage on both. Now, another thing, also speaking of this, and uh, part that we haven't mentioned is the Ethernet cable um, and uh, the wireless router. Nowadays, obviously, you know, we have wireless router in every home, and you know, we connect wirelessly, but. It, this is also another thing to think about: the speed and reliability of internet you'll get if you connect it through an Ethernet cable is is uh, actually not comparable to wireless router anymore. I mean, I, I mean, at the moment, I don't have any speed issues, but you know, sometimes if there is, I would definitely consider connecting, uh, you know, with my my desktop with uh, uh, an Ethernet cable, so the speed is definitely going to be, you know, no one, you know, it can't be questioned. Uh, definitely would be good speed so um that's that's another thing and coming back to ethernet cable ethernet cable um and ethernet ports so when we say ethernet we talk about the cable and the port uh together but the cable has a standard which is currently cat6 and uh it previously was cat5 and it it's a data transfer rate uh is related to it now what I've heard like five, six years ago, and obviously the situation has now changed. Uh, at that time, I was, you know, in in, in the factory, you know, building uh, these ports and then connecting to computers and stuff. So I've heard that after CAT6, there's not going to be any more improvement because the CAT6 have, you know, improved the data transfer rate to a degree that we would never need anything more than that. Uh, I don't know how that how true that is after now five six years or you know now that we have more of a clearer vision for the next ten years, but yeah that's that's how uh, sort of improved Cat six was and the the port itself is I think it's RJ forty five is 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 what it's called and it's very interesting the individual uh, wires there's I think six wires that goes from end to end and then you can basically r g forty five is the more it's probably the easiest one to assemble for a beginner. I mean USB and all of that w- once it's difficult to pay- play with but r g forty five you can basically just open it up uh and then see the wires and how they're you know assembled in serial and then you know play with it on two ends and if even if you know if, if they are assembled in serial in standard, you know the right colors in the right place. But if you if you change on one side and if you change on the other side, it would still work because uh, the connection, the serial, will remain the same. So if you make the same changes, so these are some of the interesting things that you can you can play with, and then you can close it back up, uh, and then it's working again. So um, Ethernet cable is uh, another you know very common cable that I think everyone has a spare one in their electric. <laughs> uh cupboard. but yeah that's another common port that we very often use
1: i think uh you, you mentioned uh, a very good thing uh, that uh, there is a data loss or uh, sorry a, 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 the speed loss not data loss speed loss uh, when you are connected over wi-fi compared to connecting over the Ethernet cable it's just like wireless and wired so when you're connected to your router directly that's the best speed you can get and i have noticed because my room is upstairs my router is downstairs and because my router is downstairs i get a speed uh, i get a speed loss so my speed is 500 mbps connection but i get about 250 300 mbps on a on a good day i don't normally get 500 because there is a there is so many walls i'm on a different floor etc etc so there is a there is a loss but i'm okay with it because 300 mbps is still good speed but, uh, yeah, if I was connected to my router, I would get, like, amazing speeds. And I think we should talk about Wi-Fi because Wi-Fi itself has different standards as well. And um, it, it can be confusing. So maybe the next topic would be Wi-Fi because we just talked about ports. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, the, again, just another uh, uh sci- not side note, but, uh, but a note in terms of Wi-Fi. We think about it, we think about just the internet speed we are getting when we talk about router, but actually you could use the router to do data transfer between uh, devices that are in the same network. So it's a LAN, uh, you know, it's a local area network. So you're creating a network within your house and all the devices that are connected with each other for example i used to have a nas drive which is a you know a fancier hard drive if you'd like and you know that was connected to the router and then i would access it in my desktop through the router but now you would think that you know if it's you know doing through internet uh, it, it's going to be very slow how would you watch 4k movies but you could because uh, it's 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 not actually the internet that's being used but it's using the router's data transfer capacity and, you know, within this network, I mean, you know, if you have, if you could have 500 mbps on internet, imagine how much data it can sort of um, distribute around the house with with that capacity. So it is it is a sort of untapped resource. I think there could, more could be done with it in, in, in every home. Like, for example, you know, why connect my monitor to my, you know, desktop? Why not just... Uh, you know, monitor connects to the router and gets it from my desktop rather than having a cable connected to it. That's just just a thought. I mean, you know, I'm sure it's definitely technically possible. How practical it is, is something for one of our audiences to try out and let us know.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I think, yeah, network access storage is something that I was also exploring um, because uh, when you have a lot of photographs and my wife has a different computer, I have a different computer and we want to share photographs, I have to transfer it to a hard disk and then I have to connect it to her hard disk and then she transfers the photo. So that's a pain. But if you have one single hard disk which you can access over the network, as Rinan mentioned, local area network or LAN, then it's easy because I just transfer all the photos there and she can connect and pick it up from there. So there is no physical plugging or unplugging of a device. And that makes life so much easier. So you can not just store photographs, but important documents, etc. And it's accessible from any, any, uh, any device that's connected to that network. So suppose your device is connected to the router and you are using a smartphone to connect to the router, but using Wi-Fi, you can still talk to the device that's connected uh, uh, on wire. So I can talk to that hard disk uh using my smartphone and maybe I can transfer some data. And that is the power. So that's NAS drive is called network access storage. So yeah. basically use the network to access the storage instead of compute.
0: Yeah, we could, we could probably have another episode on that. Exactly. I, I was
1: looking at options for that as well. And uh, I was almost about to buy it, but then my wife <laughs> put some senses to my head and she said, you don't need it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
0: it does definitely have benefits. Yes, not- it does. Obviously it does. have drawbacks as well but yeah
1: definitely something so cool. uh, the other thing that we uh, so so let's let's come back to ports so we talked about Thunderbolt and a display port USB uh, HDMI these are the like four standard ports and then you have the Ethernet Ethernet ports are more popular now on uh, computers they are no longer available on laptops so if you buy a new very good laptop most likely you will not get an ethernet port unless it's a business laptop. Business laptops normally come with the ethernet port but uh, the, uh, the travel laptops, ultra portables the slim ones, they don't come. They come with 2 or 3 ports and they are mostly USB-C ports. That USB-C which is the physical port can be used to deliver power to the laptop, can be used to transfer data from one device to another, so laptop to hard disk it can be used to connect to different monitors, 4K monitors so one single port can do all those things depending upon what port supports what because not every port will and support also everything
0: using a converter you can also connect it to an ethernet uh, router as well I mean, yes you know, yeah yeah me. yeah so that's you
1: can right. but but that's an additional uh, thing like yeah. you can use a connector so a connector is basically the you'll have a male uh, part that will connect to your laptop and uh, there will be a female part that will connect to other devices but of a different port, so like a VGA or HDMI or Ethernet. So you can basically connect your router to your laptop through that connector. So 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 now this, all these standardizations are happening, but because we are having only USB Type-C ports in most of the laptops now, it makes them very slim. So that's the advantage of having one single port that can do everything. Of course, because you have to connect so many different types of devices, you still need ports and you will run out of ports, so you will buy a connector, you will buy a dock, a USB dock, which has a lot of ports and you can connect multiple devices, but making a laptop so slim, I think that's the that's that's the beauty of having so little ports. And with one port, if you can do power delivery, data transfer, and connect a video device, a video uh, like a, a video output, say, like a monitor, then that's the icing on the cake. So I don't need different types of cables. I can use just one cable, and I can connect multiple devices. So I don't have to search. I don't have to maintain different charges. I can just use one cable, and I can charge everything. So that's where the future is. And EU, EU government has passed a law recently that is making sure that... Um, no new uh, smartphones are sold without a USB-C uh, port so basically all the different types of charging cables that you're used to will become obsolete absolutely and be this
0: USB-C. So, many, so many other benefits it's convenient for you as a consumer uh, but also it would be uh, you know less of car- less of a carbon footprint as well because you have to you only need one cable and you can just carry around that one cable or own just that one cable and forget about everything else. Not manufacturing all different, five, 10 different types of cable, buy them, save them put them in your drawer and never, never toss them back. Uh, never look at it again. You know, all of these things, it's, it's, it's much, much better for the environment to standardize all of these things. And it is possible. I mean, there is no technical limitation of it. And now it's also more enabling, as you mentioned, I mean, it's, you know, all three different types of um, purposes, power delivery, data transfer, video, you know, uh, sort of um, streaming, etc. So So um, yeah, let's, Let's, let's hope more uh, of the standardization comes through in future years.
1: Yeah, so I'm also now slowly trying to get rid of devices that are on old types Uh, getting most of the connectors uh, to Type-C because Type-C is what I use the most. I don't use Apple products, so I'm not concerned about uh, lightning port. But most of the Apple devices on the laptop and the desktop and the tablet side, they are mostly now USB Type-C. It's only the iPhones that are still on lightning port, and that will change from 2024 onwards because iPhone will have to adhere to the regulation and uh, as a result of that from I think iPhone 14 has just been announced iPhone 15 maybe iPhone 15 or 16 will have type C connectors that's for sure so yeah so, so now all these things are happened we have talked about the connectors but what about the cables. So a lot of times people think that okay just the the connectors that have the standards but no sometimes the cable that you're using if it's not of the right specification it cannot handle the data transfer that the port enables so even though your port allows 40 gigabits per second of data transfer just because you have an inferior cable that doesn't support that standard you are still outputting at say 10 gigabits per second so you're not utilizing the full potential of that port so sometimes you need to check the standard which the cable follows as well. So suppose you want to use it for Thunderbolt 4 then you have to check whether the cable that you want to use follows that standard. So you have the type of connector and the standard that it follows. So the type decides what you connect the standard decides what is the data transfer rate or what is the power delivery rate. Can you power deliver 240 watts to your laptop to power it. So you need to make sure that your cable supports all that. So, yeah, so those are some of the things that we, we, we when we uh, talk about ports, are something that you need to think about. The future is getting much more brighter because Type C is getting standardized, because it's an open standard. A lot of other companies are pushing for it and because it's open it means it gets adopted much quicker uh, it's widely adopted so if, if in future if you want to find a cable for your device because it's open a lot of people might be already using it so you don't have to carry a cable you can actually ask someone and they can lend you their own cable and you can use that to charge your device or use it for data transfer so yeah so these ports are making our lives easier
0: absolutely agree and uh, hopefully the audience uh, you guys have had um, enjoyed this conversation um i thoroughly did hopefully you did too amit and uh yeah we look forward to getting feedback and uh connections from you guys uh it's always nice to know about uh what you guys are thinking and potential uh topics that you want us to cover So, yeah, please do reach out. And, uh, yeah, so far it's been amazing. And I hope to see you guys again next week.
1: Yes, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye.